Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, uh, Zach, this is Nate. He was one of Hello. my many professors in the communication department at Geneseo that I have uh, roped into podcast activities. Love. First of all, I just, I like how I said it's been wild, and you said, wait, hold that thought, and then record. <laughs> just in case it's really good. Just in case it's really good. Uh, yeah, because of who I am as a person. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, has it been wild in any ways that you could share with the class? Not that I can share with Okay, that's fair. Oh my god, do you get to say that's classified now? No. But I get to say other cool things. Okay. Yes. I gotta know, like, what do you do, man? This sounds pretty, uh, pretty intense. <laughs> I promise, it's way less exciting than it sounds. Um, I work for the Health Farm Services Committee. In Washington. Okay. So, oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Um, yeah, it's it's not. Ex- I mean, like it's exciting, but not in the like, you know, James Bond and like guns coming out the headlight sort of thing. <laughs> Is anything truly exciting in that way, though? The movies are lying to us. Oh, absolutely. Which is so unfortunate, but um. Before we actually get to anything that I have, like, written down for today, I just want to talk about the fact that we are recording this on the first day of Pride Month, and HBO renewed Our Flag Means Death, and I'm so excited about that. I'm really happy about the fact that they just said, we're going to give the gays everything they want, (laughs) and I, like, screamed when I found out. Which, Nate, that's the show. I texted you after, like, not having said anything to you for, like, several weeks. It was just, watch the gay pirate show, and now my boyfriend has to listen to me call refer to a middle-aged man as my baby girl. <laughs> I still haven't checked it out, because... Cannot recommend it enough. It's excellent. But I'm coming to the, the time of year. Like, summer is usually when I get the most off time from work, and it's number one on the list to check out so if you yeah. like the um the like monty python sense of humor this is definitely your show because this is like uh, uh, very well ha- have been written by them it's like that kind of energy it's hmm. great i'm in a so big much. i'm in like a big i i haven't really watched anything in a couple of months just because 
things have been so crazy work-wise, so I'm ready to binge a whole bunch of stuff. Hell yeah. I need to start watching the new season of Stranger Things because I'm afraid it's going to get spoiled for me. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Because people are like, for whatever reason, people are really not good about tagging their spoilers for that show and I just keep seeing, like, I keep having to, like, scroll past things really fast. I'm like, I don't want to know! I haven't watched it yet! <sighs> yeah, I'm excited about that and I know it's still a ways off, but I keep seeing some previews for this Game of Thrones um, I don't know what you would even call it, like, the prequel whatever Interesting. it is. I never watched Game of Thrones and at this point I don't oh think I'm going to. Yeah, I, I would say it seems daunting. To, it's one of those shows that's daunting to start, but I feel like... And also, I just didn't jive it, with the books all that much. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I wasn't, like, thinking I was going to love it, and I ended up loving it, so... Yeah. All just, right. it, I thought it was worth the time, but... Um... Thoughts oh, about TV just... so Yes, bud? Speaking of... TV, just some breaking news in the last hour. Um, the jury did conclude on the um, giant bird case. Oh, shit. Um, they, they ruled that they were both defamed, but Amber Heard was ordered to pay like 15 million and Giant Depp's ordered to pay like two. So. Damn. Yeah, yeah, damn is right. <laughs> I feel like the entire thing is most concisely summed up by the like Onion article headline that was like, Nation not like emotionally and psychologically mature enough to be weighing in on this trial and like they're so right they're so right the onion really they they kind of don't miss no i love how they're both coming out of it getting money somehow like yeah all right i'm cool. that game you know it like but but i have like, absolutely right. no idea how defamation lawsuits work and i no. don't think i will ever need to uh <laughs> So, the first thing I have is not quite a question, but I would like to, like, almost like Shark Tank pitch something to you guys. Because I'm at the point in my current relationship- you know when you get to the point in a relationship where they let you start fixing them? Yes. And not, yes. like, in, like, in an unhealthy emotional way, just, like, when you tell a man that, like, there's more options than just, like, Dove Men's 2-in-1 shampoo conditioner. No, sorry, it, it wasn't that. I just started reading through the stuff we're going over, and the last one just caught me so off guard. <laughs> we'll get there, we'll get there. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> when I was doing this, when I was, like, thinking about this, when I, like, after I, like, informed, informed my short king, I was like, hey... There's stuff that's better for your hair than just, like, two-in-one shampoo conditioner. I came up with the idea for a service, which is essentially Queer Eye. But it is, like, completely, like, gender and sexuality neutral on either end. It doesn't have to be a bunch of gay men telling a straight guy, like, how to dress. It's, it's a service I'm calling Damn Bitch, You Live Like This. <laughs> Where people who who know that, like, that maybe they could be, like, elevating their, like, self-care process, but they don't know where to start, are paired up with someone who has their shit together. And the person who has their shit together just sort of gently, like, takes them through 
the areas of their life that they want to improve and it's like damn bitch you live like this and helps them it's not so much related to the substance but more the title of that there was an an snl skit with i want to say jamie fox and it's basically a game show like jeopardy style mm-hmm. but it but the game show was called what was it called the game show was called bitch what's the answer <laughs> and it was as amazing as the title would suggest i believe it so yeah, <laughs> yeah. um I don't actually watch Shark Tank, so I don't know the spiel they do at the end about, like, please invest, I want 15% of blah blah blah, but, um, yeah, that's my Shark Tank pitch for, um, a sort of personal improvement consultation service. What would prevent me from just replicating this show at a cheaper rate? Like, my show or Shark Tank? Do you have any patents on this that, that protect your ideas? Yeah. <laughs> No. And for, and for those reasons, I'm out. So I take it you actually Shark- do watch Shark Tank. I I, yeah. I mean, not like religiously, but I've seen enough episodes to know how it Fair works. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen a single episode of, of of Shark Tank. I think I've just like seen BuzzFeed listicles about Shark Tank products that are good. Yeah. Which like, okay, fair enough. That's a show I can just put on in the background. Exactly. For hours. Exactly. Yeah, yeah yep. it's a very good background show. I like and... that. And it, actually, solid background show is that how it's made. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't watched that. Oh my god, I love that show so much. It's literally just like, they'll be like, here's how people, like, here's how a chain, like, here's how they, like, put together chain link fences. Or just, like, mm-hmm. random stuff. It's so fascinating. Interesting. It's one of those things where it's just like, I feel like. It's great to have on in the background, but I'm sure so many people just get, like, absolutely blitzed out of their mind and just, like, stare at their TV, like, red-eyed watching how it's made for hours at a time. And I can honestly see how that would be enjoyable. I will say that, you know, for some guys, I think uh, when they get to the point in life where a female does say, hey, there's more life than two in one shampoo like a big moment you know so, <laughs> a big moment in his life you know Maybe. so I think it's, it could be a good service it could take right off because I, I, I think there are plenty of people who are like i would like to elevate my like skincare routine but there's so many products out there i wouldn't know where to start so then you have someone not necessarily you know not necessarily even a woman but just someone who swoops in and is like hey here's a lot of stuff oh, yeah. like i know a bunch of stuff yeah, yeah. Cause how do you know what to use? Because they're, cause like you know, there are like there are like beard guys who are like really into the whole like, oh, I have all this fancy stuff for my beard. And what if someone? And there's probably other guys out there who are like, that sounds fun, but I don't know where to start. And then they kind of get mentored. I actually have one who fits that exact description. Like, like he has a beard. He has all the products. Like he has a hat that says beard. Like he literally just so into it. I love that for him. Yeah. It, it's a good energy. Something to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's that is my um, service slash TV show pitch, because I feel like you could definitely have like a queer eye style reality show, but it's just like gender and sexuality neutral on either end. Yeah. It would be nice to have somewhere to go if you didn't have that person in your life who could tell you like 
what's in right now, clothes-wise, shoes-wise, whatever, because all of a sudden you get out of college and you keep doing the same thing you were doing, and then you're like, wow, I'm freaking old. So, <laughs> so what, you know, what do you do? Yeah, I think, I think there's potential here. Or you just get someone to fix you. That helps, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not in, like, the toxic, like, emotional way. Yeah, right, right. Just, like, have someone point you in the direction of, like, some higher quality clothes and skincare products. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I'm so great at hosting. Anyway. So, next one. What is the best French fry shape? Just going completely in a different direction. Waffle. Yeah. Waffle all day. Fascinating. In fact, the... The local like sandwich shop across the street from where I work doesn't have waffle fries anymore and I'm like crushed and I can't find anything else that I like as much I honestly I, th I think I'm most partial to like standard fry shape I don't know why <laughs> I feel like waffle fries are so much more versatile they're like the, the, the tortilla chip of french fries you can like mold them and put stuff on them and you know or but but at the same time they are like a fried potato and you can dip it in ketchup and it functions as a normal fry i feel fry. like with waffle fries and maybe this is just a personal preference thing like they are always crispier than i want them to be Ooh. can't ever be too crispy oh see I don't, I don't like when the fries are like crunchy yeah that i don't yeah. want happening oh. The, like, when I'm eating, like, Wendy's fries, like, the super crispy, like, they're fine, obviously, but, like, yeah. the ones that, that ones, the ones that have, like, give to them. Like, peak french fry, in my personal opinion, is, like, I mean, I'm sure there's probably, like, local restaurants that have, like, really, like, that are, like, better, but, like, in the sort of fast food sense that, like, most people will understand, peak french fry is Five Guys. Yeah. No, that that I will like. That's that like is fast. as good as for like mass produced, widely available yep. fries. That is as good as it gets. <laughs> Not gonna argue. Yeah, with you. yeah, can't argue with you there. I saw but some. I hate... uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I hate like a like a soggy like you get a fry that's kind of just like I don't know. Like most of the time, say you get a McDonald's fry, like there's a little crisp. You know, they're nice and salty, whatever. But, like, sometimes, I don't know. I can't even think of a fast food example. But you just get a fry that's just kind of, like, soggy and bland. And no, this is why... why fries this might be crunchy. a controversial take. Curly fries are bad. No. 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 I don't no. like them. They are... the Especially, like, the long ones. The inside is always, like, an almost uncooked potato. And I don't need that energy in my life. I feel I like they are the most prone fries. to getting, like, soggy and bad. I forgot about curly fries until you mentioned them. I might have to... On a good day, a curly fry can compete with a waffle fry. I have yep. never had a curly fry that has satisfied more than just, like, a normal fry. No, but it, it adds dimension. Because the, because here's the thing. With french fries, you, you have to add dimension yourself by picking up a few of them so that you're not just eating, like, a straw. With them, it comes, like, pre-dimensioned. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fascinated by your need to have, like, multiple, like, 
elevations to the fry. Like, there has to be multiple different depths, apparently. Well, in yeah. terms of, like, thinking what... Because at, at the end of the day, a fried potato is a fried potato. Of but, like, the, it, like, the functionality of it varies. Interesting. I also find that curly fries tend to be more seasoned in general. It's not like you need to a curly fry. Like, you can obviously make them plain and season a regular fry. But just when you get them while you're out places... They're, they always have more flavor than just regular fry. Counterpoint, Five Guys Cajun fries. I don't know if I've had them before. I've had, Ooh, like, the right... They bang. Yeah, I don't think I've had the Cajun ones. They absolutely bang. What are they? It's just, like, the regular Five Guys French fries with a bunch of, like, Cajun seasoning on them. If They're delicious. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, that... honestly, I think Standard is the best fry shape. Call me basic. It's hard but... to get. Hard, it's hard to get curly fry anywhere besides, you know, like either a local place or like an Arby's and like who's going I think, to Arby's. I feel like, honestly, that only place like the only like fast food chain I can think of that has curly fry, or at least one that we have like in New York State slash the East Coast. I don't know what's happening over in California, um, <laughs> but like, I think that's the only one that has curly fries. I also can't Still think of a fast food chain that has waffle fries. I know Friendly's has... Oh, Friendly's isn't fast food, but, like, Friendly's has them. Oh, yeah, I they did at one point. Yeah. Rip to Friendly's. Did... Rip to Friendly's, bro. <laughs> yeah. Those are... I can think of, like, maybe, like, one or two that are still in existence. The, the Friendly's ice cream in that, like, silver dish was, like, the hotel air conditioning of ice cream. Oh my god, I know. McDonald's Sprite of ice cream. You literally cannot, like, it hits so different. Have you seen the tweet that's like, why is McDonald's calling their Sprite a soft drink that is hard liquor? <laughs> I think the other, the other tweet I saw was of a Friendly's, like, Sunday with the two uh, peanut butter cups as ears, and it was like, your daily they, them, like... <laughs> Actually, this is a, this is like we could make an alignment chart out of this, like a like like lawful, neutral, and like all that kind of stuff, out of like what your go to like friendly's ice cream choice was. Ooh, that's a good question. I know what my actually. Why do I not remember? Remember what mine was? Why don't I remember what my sister's was? You can still I get it. I probably could. Now I need to like look up a friendly's dessert menu. I, <laughs> I'm too di like I care too much about this now that I've brought it up. I'm pretty sure you can still get it in the store, right? I mean, probably. Like, I, feel like, I feel like I've seen it in a a, a pint or a half pint. Oh, you can definitely around. like per, but like it's yeah. different. Yeah, it's not the same. Not the same. The friendlies near me survived oh, until last year. It was impressive. Hmm. This is bringing back memories I forgot I had. I, I know. Like... <laughs> no, why do I like not see? Do they like get rid Where of the, the ones with the? With Wait, never mind. Found them. Found it. 
maybe I didn't have a go-to, or like it is not one of the ones that like lasted as like part I of the brand. I talk with a good rebel. Those were tasty. Yeah. I liked that thing they would do where it was like, I don't know what it was called, but it was like a mix of like orange soda and orange sherbet to make this like milkshakey type thing. It was delicious. I was a big fan of those. I was just reading their their two co-founders died pretty recently at huh. age 102 and 106. Oh my Damn. god. So that ice cream must do a body good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, apparently. It's um, so funny because I always think of people who found like who who start, you know, like food things like McDonald's or I, I always I can't in my head I always think of them as like unhealthy people. Yeah. I just yeah. assume that you know that's a part of their diet but 106 yeah that's kind of yeah. that's pretty impressive he just died last february wow i hope ben and jerry live that long i once gave a ride to one of the guys who founded ben and jerry's you so you've said really? i i know and it was one of the coolest things i've it was, he was one of the coolest people i've ever given a ride to i love that for so, you <laughs> um what's the uh, what's the quick story on that just so, side of the road type of deal. His his name is Jeff Furman. Um, he what he went to college with them, and then he was the attorney who wrote the business plan, and then he chaired the like, like he was the executive for like twenty something years. Um, but but big but I was part of a uh, civic action group in college that was sponsored by Ben and Jerry's because you know they're like really politically active, and right. Jeff Furman was. Um, he was in town for a conference and he was staying at a hotel across the street from my college. And so I gave him a ride across the street and onto campus. Um, I want to find, let's, he looks like, like if you imagined Vermont as a person, like that's, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty accurate. <laughs> we, will, yeah. we will include um, a photo of the Ben and Jerry's man for our audio yeah. listeners. <laughs> Wow. Um, but yeah, yeah. I that is, that is cool. love that. Uh, yeah, I hope they. I hope they live to a hundred and six. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I love Ben and Jerry so much. Oh my god, I know. I had a uh, I had a horrible high school summer job. Love uh, it. A friend of mine. didn't we all? Uh, yeah, right, <laughs> we did. Right. So a friend of mine, his family owned a ice cream trucking company, like a dis distribution company. So they would they would get ice cream from whoever made it. They were in the middle. They would take it to the grocery store, right? So they were a Ben and Jerry's distributor, and you could take home pretty much whatever you wanted. That was the only perk to the job. Okay. So if something was damaged, quote unquote, you could take it home. So there you was a lot of the drop. a little bit. Yeah, it was like, oops, I dropped that chunky monkey. All right, oh, I'm taking no. that off. <laughs> Tragic. Yeah, honestly, no, I would be doing the same thing. Yeah, that was ben the only Jerry's has the best it. cookie dough ice cream because the chunks of cookie dough in it are so massive. And, like, yeah. that's really, oh. like, that is what I am here for. And especially now I that they, like, make just the bags of, like, the cookie dough I bits. I love yeah. those so much. So they, they know their audience so very well yeah 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 definitely do it's good stuff. um after finishing the harry potter movies rupert grant bought an ice cream truck and like 
God, what a mood. That's just like 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 living out your childhood dream. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Like, like you're so gonna be filthy rich forever. Yeah. Just like <laughs> do whatever you want at that point, essentially. I I would. I certainly would. Yeah, actually Ooh, that's fun. What's our first dumb purchase with like a million dollars? Oh, huh. Batman in real life. Um <laughs> with a million dollars. Yeah, or like you suddenly hit the lottery. What's the first dumb purchase you're making? Hmm. I don't know if this is dumb, but my mom always said that if she hit the lottery, she would just like go to the grocery store. Like she would drive to the grocery store, but in a Rolls Royce. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Which like is such a power move. Because it's like, this is my like everyday car that I'm driving to the grocery store. And it's a Rolls Royce. Hmm. I think I would want to hire some sort of, uh, speaking of, like, driving to the store, like, some sort of chauffeur. Yeah. Like, I th I think about it all the time, like, how much, like, in my job, like, I'm always trying to get, I'm trying to crunch things in time-wise. Maybe, maybe this isn't a stupid decision, but, like, oh, there he goes. 2% yep. chance. There it Bye. goes. <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. I, um, continue. I'd want... I'd want someone to drive me around, honestly. Like, maybe that's not stupid, but... that uh, No, honestly, that is so valid. <sighs> That'd be great. Yeah, I don't know if I can think of anything, like, particularly... Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I have anything that would be, like, particularly dumb. Like, I can definitely think of some things I would want, but, like... Right. Nothing that's all that, like... This is only a thing that could happen if you have money to burn. Yeah. Hmm. I would just like a like a ridiculous boat, like some nice. ridiculous speedboat. That would be fun. I feel like for you, you would just pack it up, move to another country. That would be kind so, of fun. Yeah. That would be pretty fun. Or I could that just, just like seemed... I could spend money like converting like an entire room of my house to just like a movie theater slash like like giant like freaking like curved monitor yeah like pc gaming setup that would be really fun that i would most certainly enjoy and like build my own like tower server or like like compute like tower computer that like reaches up to the ceiling and it's all just for me yeah <laughs> We do stand. Zach, how about you? you? You know what's so funny? It's I was thinking about, like, cars and, like, apartments and stuff until Nate mentioned, like, a person. And I was like, oh, yeah, services. Yeah. Like, like maybe just, like, a full-time, like, in-house masseuse or something. Just Actually, like, no, no, this isn't stupid. This would make my life so much easier. Private chef, baby. Yeah. God, I would yeah, never so have to worry about nope. that again. And it's like, not Just that like I would... Yeah. Not that I would need them for, like, every single meal. Like, I would still have times where I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna cook this because it's fun and I like cooking it. But, like, not having to worry about it on days where you're like, oh, God, now, like, I'm home and now I gotta cook. Like, oh, that would be so good. That would be amazing. 
So now this is just turning into things we would do if we had money, which is honestly so valid. Yeah. Very valid of us. But yeah, I had like... No, you I feel like... I love the idea of buying like a minor league baseball team. Mm. That's like like one of those childhood fantasy things. That's kind of like fun. The, like the Tri City Valley Cats. I think that they'd be a cool baseball team to own. That actually would be super yeah. fun. I right? definitely right? need to go to a Valley Cats game this summer. It, all right. It's been a red hot minute. Because I will never not say no to a baseball game. So beautiful. Love it. Have you guys looked at any of the social media on the Savannah Bananas? No. It's a minor league baseball game. Well worth a Instagram or okay. a YouTube. Okay, write that down real they quick. Just do, they just do wild shit, and it's fun. It's very funny. I love that. As much as like, just... you know, you are not immune to propaganda. Corporations on Twitter don't care about your feelings. I love when like corporate Twitter accounts are just batshit insane. Yeah. I mean, this is, um, it's pretty crazy. I think they just came out with a book, too, like, basically talking about wacky minor league sports marketing. And I love that. Like, they, they cool. do crazy, like, guys. <laughs> Wait, play. Zach. Are you thinking of the tweet that I'm thinking of right now? That's like, I've never laughed this hard before 8 o'clock in the morning. No. The Wait, hold on. No, I need to find this. I'm gonna put this in the host, and I'm gonna put this in the chat for the for this channel. Hold on. It's possible that I have seen it. I just can't think of it right now. Hold on. I have to find this. This is how I have to find it because I just remember them saying, "I've never laughed this hard before eight in the morning." Please. I just yeah, like started laughing when I saw the thing that I sent the group chat I was like, you can't kill what was never alive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Baseball mascot mm. Twitter incident. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you just pull up their website, I mean, right Oh, it is, like it is, I think it is a minor league baseball team. Yeah. The Portland Pickles. Oh, boy. Wait, here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Portland. The name, the names are the best part. All right. I'm trying to find the like the tweet I found that is the reaction to it, which is the problem. But here's an article of what here's an article of what happened that I will be putting in the podcast planning chat right now. That's the thing. Twitter is such a hell site, but, like, where else am I going to find things that, like, make me laugh so hard I cry, like, before 8 in the morning? Have you guys okay. gotten the new, Enjoy. Twitter, uh, the new Twitter update? Any thoughts on that? What is the new Twitter My update? I don't know. Mine is much mine is <laughs> more. <laughs> okay, I forgot just tried to open that. my door. That's fun. <laughs> We let the mascot take over. Yeah. <laughs> I said, look at the picture, and I read immediately. <laughs> I have to find the, like, one that I, like, the tweet about 
this incident that I'm thinking of. Oh my god, that death sent me so much. I know. <laughs> Twitter's a hell site, but god, it's funny. Same thing with TikTok. Like, I don't care how many awful videos I have to weed through in order to make something that, like, in order to find something that makes me cry laughing, because it's worth it. Like, if, like, finding that, like, one video that absolutely kills me every time I see it, worth it. In my humble opinion. Entirely valid. Alright. What next? Oh, Zach. Would you like to read this one? The last question. Oh, it just caught me so off guard. It... It made me think, I, I, I'm sure I sent it, but it was like that TikTok that was like, when you get in a car accident, does your music shut off? Or are you just like, um, the guy's halfway out of his car with like Migos playing or something? I can like sort of speak to that. It wasn't me that got in an accident, but I did witness a truck flip on the highway with uh, Bo Burnham's All Eyes on Me playing in the background. <laughs> so that was fun. So... The tweet that I only saw like 40 minutes ago, um, or the question at least, is your wife has been kidnapped and it's being held in a location 30 minutes away. You're driving to rescue her. It's a warm night and your windows are open. Do you listen to music on the drive there? <laughs> I like... Wow. I can't stand driving without music is the thing. Like I will pick a song even if I am just going around the corner dead silence in a car i don't know what it is it drives me so insane and i i have a tangential story but we'll get to that what kind of music do you listen to if you're going to <laughs> yeah that i don't know Pro maybe just like some really like intense metal music to like hype myself up for what's about to happen i was and gonna kind say of, like, rescue. One, of the, one of the oldest like songs on my running playlist that i've had on there since like ninth grade is indestructible by disturbed there you go and maybe just like that on repeat <laughs> all right yeah i that seems like Show it would up, fit don't run, like immediately get gunned down but at least i'd go in hype <laughs> and that's you know at the end of the day that's all that matters it is the yeah. energy with which yeah. you carry yourself yeah so i'm gonna say um as weird as it is, yes, I would listen to music because I, being in a silent car makes me want to set myself on fire. Yeah, I, I don't know what I would put on. I agree, though. If I'm in the car, there's some sort of noise. There has to be. Very rarely would I drive in silence. I would put on the soundtrack from Die Hard. Oh my god, you're yeah. so right. You're so <laughs> right is the thing. <laughs> okay so slightly tangential thing about music in the car and how i cannot stand a silent car <laughs> i don't know if this is a mom specific thing or if this is a my mom specific thing but if it ever happens that we're like on a road trip and like or like you know driving somewhere that's more than like a couple like somewhere that's like a couple hours away more than just like oh a quick 30 minute car ride i don't know why this always seems to happen but it'll be that like we will have been listening to music in the car for like an hour at least and then someone will ask a question so my mom will turn the radio off to like she'll be like oh like she'll turn the music off and be like oh what was that and you know answer the question or whatever and then just sit there and like we will have been 
Like, we will be, like, halfway through the Hamilton soundtrack, for example. And she'll turn it off to answer the question, and then just keep driving. So what do you do at that point? <laughs> at this point in my life, it's make fun of her for not turning it back on. But I don't understand why, when we have, like, again, we are, like, halfway through the soundtrack, like, a narrative musical soundtrack. And I'll be, like, in the backseat or whatever, and I'll have to be like, Mom, can you turn it back on? Because we've just been listening to- we've all- we have been listening to this for an hour. Huh. And I don't know if this is just a my mom thing, or if this is a mom thing in general. But it drives me nuts. Not me. That- that might just be a- Might just be a Kathy thing? thing, yeah. Could be. Noted. Yeah, I can't I say- keep... I... Yeah. Can't say I know of anybody that turns it off but doesn't turn it back on. It does. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense to me. And like I have like tried to like wait and see what happens. We will just sit there in silence for twenty minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds awful. It is. It is terrible, and it's always the worst. You when it's like. A road trip that involves like my entire family so it'll be like my dad in the front seat who like doesn't think to do it because he's working on a crossword or whatever and it's just me and my sister sitting in the back seat and then we just look at each other hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They're like, and I'm like, I, I cannot believe I have to ask this. 
<laughs> See, if it were me, I would be so I would be so just like in your face about it, where I would turn up the music myself from the oh, back God, seat, yeah. like like uncuff, like unbuckle my seatbelt. <laughs> Just Maybe right that's between. what I need to do the next time it happens, it's and like, then she'll like it'll and stick in super her head. Aggressive about it, like no, it's fine. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like doing that. I like doing the no, it's fine. I got it to people who are like obviously watching. Like I love that. That's some of, that's some of my favorite form of passive aggression. I think my favorite is holding the door open for somebody who's clearly too far away for it to be practical, and then just watching them do that little half jog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, no, my sister, whenever I, like, ask her to help, she is, like, whenever I ask her to help with something, like, one time, I was, she was going downstairs, and I was like, oh, can you turn the kettle on for me? And as she walks downstairs, she just goes, no, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, what? Or, like, if I ask her to do something, she'll be like, oh, I can't, I'm sitting on my hands. She's such a brat. So just the most dramatic person I've ever met in my entire life. I do love the half jog though. You know, you're trying to be nice to someone, and then all of a sudden they're shuffling across. The and then you just the put side. them in this like really awkward situation where they have to just be like, "Yeah, that is always the worst." Or, <laughs> I, mean, tweet... can... I hate how everything makes me think of a meme. My brain is a curse. My sense of humor is a curse. But there's this tweet that's like, I hate when I have to, like, kind of, like, you know when the hill is steep enough that you kind of have to do that, like, awkward little jog down? And it's like, I hate when the hill is steep enough for me to have to do that. Like, ooh, look at me. I'm a little horse doing a stupid little trot. This is so embarrassing. And, like, they're oh. so right, is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. They do make like, making points. My sister is the kind of person who will, like, if it's sunny out and she's, like, putting on sunglasses, she'll be like, oh my god, it's so embarrassing, I have to wear sunglasses. And, like, everyone's wearing them. Don't understand, but this episode isn't just me being mean to my sister, or at least it shouldn't be, because I want her to come back on the podcast sometime. Although it's not like it matters, because she doesn't listen to it. Oh. Oh, no one in my family listens to this podcast. I receive zero support. The deep burn. Yeah. And I mean, like, on the one hand, I understand, because, like, why would she listen to me talk any more than she already has to in her day-to-day -day life? So, like, I get it, but also, ouch. It hurts- it hurts more from my mom. <laughs> Does she receive a lot of, uh, a lot of hate on the podcast? <laughs> oh, god, no. No. Just me, like, gently roasting her about, like, the- this, the, like, music in the car thing. <laughs> or just various other weird mom things that she does. Mom, mom things, yep. If you two have any notable examples, please feel free to share with the class. I love hearing that other people's parents are just as weird. I was trying to think about that while you were talking. I was thinking about, it's gone now, but they had this hill at Geneseo when you talked about the awkward run down the hill because it mm. was so steep. There used to be a hill going down to MJ that didn't have steps, and now, now you can take the long way around. Oh. It used to just go straight down, right? So, How many people have, like, like, ate shit on that over the years? Yeah. 
and it used to just be fun. It used to be fun just watching people coming down from class, like carrying something. Love it. But then, talk about like midnight to two a.m. on like a Saturday, when every girl is like in stilettos or some crazy shoes, and it's January. That hill was nonstop entertainment. It was like <laughs> right down the hill, they're trying to carry pizza in one hand. Oh God! And, <laughs> but it was so steep, you had to do the little jog almost. If, I mean, if you were stone cold sober, you almost—I'm pretty sure that's why they made you go the long way because oh, I'm sure. some people eat shit on it over the years. <laughs> but you would have really enjoyed that hill. Uh, yeah, that would have—that would have been pretty entertaining. I love any the video best. where, like, especially if it's like snow or whatever, where someone just like falls for an inordinate amount of time, like they don't oh, yeah, yeah. stop falling on the ice or whatever. Those are hysterical. I always thought the best dorm room on campus would have been if you were in, on that end of Jones that looks up the hill. Yeah, you just, just constant entertainment. <laughs> just eat it all day long. So that is pretty excellent. I got the actually. This is kind of sad. The only time I ever had a single good view in the three years that I lived in Geneseo was when I was a freshman. We had like this. We were like up on the top of one of the halls in the South Side. I think it was like Niagara. Yeah, something like that. But like, right. and we had this like beautiful scenic view, like looking out over the valley. And then for the next two years, I was staring at a brick wall. Oh. And I was like, I would have rather stared at a brick wall while I was a freshman, because I was already suffering because I was a freshman in college. Like, could my last year on campus not have had the beautiful sunset views? Right. Right. But life's a Did bitch, like and then you die. Did you like living on that side of campus? On South Side, absolutely not. It was hell. We didn't even have a dining hall. Like it oh, was right. fully under construction the entire time that I lived there. We were like the campus food desert. Yeah, I never was, lived over there, so I never. It was very far from ideal. Yeah, it looked like not a fun walk over there. No, so. my my superior experience was living on the north end of campus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm that I was a big fan about. Zach, we're being so exclusionary right now. I'm so yeah. sorry. Wow. You're good. This is why I need to stop bringing, like, Geneseo people onto this podcast. But unfortunately, that's most of the people I know at this point in my life. I was like, do I bring up the Hill story? Because it's not really for everybody here, but... I mean, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if, like, just at any other point in my life, has there been, like, a local landmark that's been, like, dangerous. But I honestly have no idea. I don't think so. I mean, I do feel like, for whatever reason, upstate New York has gotten into this, like, um, old person driving into a store or restaurant phase. Yeah! That's, that's always fun. <laughs> that yeah, it's always pretty good. dangerous. Yeah. Also, just the amount of, like, roundabouts in this state, I'm- I feel like there have to be plenty of stories of people just, like, using them as, like, a launch pad. The first time I came back to New York after having moved here and, like, being here for a while, I saw a roundabout and, like, had to remind myself how they work. I was like, okay, <laughs> hang on, like... <laughs> but, like, honestly... Why do not have those? They kind of are superior to traffic lights, in my opinion. Absolutely. In every way. Like... like, like in Zach, like, crazy world, you either have stop signs or roundabouts, and nothing else. Yeah. Like, 
they really do kind of keep things flowing. And apparently yeah, there's, like, I th maybe it's Germany. There's some countries in Europe where, like, uh, the notion of a traffic light is, like, almost obsolete. But also, I heard this from, like, a friend. I could be completely making this up. And we don't have Brooks here as resident podcast Googler. And I don't, you know, I'm not going to steal that role from her. Yeah. And current European resident. Current European resident. She's at, uh, the day that we're filming this, she's at, she's going to see Cabaret. And I'm so excited because she's getting me a t-shirt. Nice. I was so sad to learn that she was not the one who smeared cake on the Mona Lisa. I know. I'm so sad that she was there the day before someone smeared cake mm -hmm. on the Mona Lisa. Or, like, tried to... They got cake on the bulletproof glass surrounding the Mona Lisa. If that's wow. even the real Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Well, just because, like, not even in, like, a conspiracy theory way, just, like, if the real one is that valuable, why would they even put it in the room? You know? Yep. But yeah, like, I wish she had been there on the day that happened. She was there the day before. Like, That's God, pretty crazy. That was, what, that what? a European story to bring back. I, oh <laughs> I my God, I know. God, that's tragic. Remember when somebody duct taped a banana to the wall? <laughs> yeah. Where was that, the MoMA? But yes. <laughs> that is... That's such a New York, like, that's such a New York thing. Of course, some, like, dumb college kid was like, <laughs> and I remember, because I was in college when this happened, there were a couple places on campus where somebody duct taped a banana to a wall. <laughs> I think there was one on, like, a lamppost. It was great. Oh, boy. I should do that in Congress. You 100% should. <laughs> I feel like there's, like, some pretty solid opportunities for, like, harmless meme activity in government buildings just like oh yeah nothing that would like damage any like you know american artifacts or whatever just just some mild shenanigans make make people's days a little more interesting we'll have to start like brainstorming absolutely <laughs> somebody right. brought up harry potter before have you guys seen any of the new uh the fantastic beasts I movies. saw the first one, and frankly, I quite enjoyed it, but I simply mm. don't care anymore, especially since J.K. Rowling has decided to, like, continuously double down on just, like, being a terrible person. Yeah, I saw the first one a while back. I mean, it was good. I haven't Yeah, I Yeah, like, I, actually, I was in college when I saw it, and, like, did I enjoy it? Absolutely. But, like, am I gonna see the other ones? No. I did catch all the way up. They're all really good. Um, the only weird thing is that Johnny Depp was in the second one, and then they had to replace him. So yeah. that's kind of weird. Who was it? Colin? So no. It wasn't Colin Farrell. Colin Bird? No. Yeah. That's Mickelson, right? The Hannibal guy. <laughs> yeah. Love him. I kind of like the guy who replaced Johnny Depp better, honestly noise yeah i don't know i'm probably never gonna get around to watching this oh zach exciting thing in my personal life i have finally yeah. finally finished reading the fucking dune saga <laughs> i am done i have never have been so over reading a book that i enjoyed 
or like reading a book in a series that I overall enjoyed, but holy shit, yeah. I was so over it by the time that I finally finished it. I like just marathoned the last 90 pages because I was like, I want to be done reading this series. And now that I am, I'm so much happier about it because now I don't have to read the Dune books anymore, but I have all the fun Dune trivia in my head. What made but... it so hard at the end? It's just, like, like seven straight books, or not even seven, six. Six books of just, like, incredibly dense science fiction that just keeps getting more and more convoluted. And, like, by the end, the characters that you started out with are, like, have been gone for literal thousands of years. So you're just, like, in a complete... Which, like, it's very impressive world building, but, like... You're just in a completely different right. universe, like wheelhouse from where you started. But hey, I did it. Somebody recommended, uh, I think it's Wheel of Time to me recently. Have you guys looked at that? Checked that out at all? That sounds vaguely oh. familiar, but I also might be thinking of Ringworld. Okay. Which is the thing I probably should read at some point. But I'm so well, excited to, like, take a break from reading, like, really dense stuff. Like, I, I want to work in a couple, like, like beach reads. Right. <laughs> I'm very excited. It's, um, described as high fantasy. I mean, I'm well, here for it. I thought maybe that would be up your up your alley and now and yeah, it probably like, would guess, be because books. i loved the first dune book like i absolutely that was the one that i had the most fun reading looks like it has dragons i mean it can't be all bad right that immediately 82. elevates your media no matter how bad it is if there's dragons you are a step higher than you could have been yeah 80 82% rotten tomatoes it's not bad alright those are numbers I can live with honestly but also I just but, I need to and I'm not gonna stop buying books because why on earth would I do that but like oh my god the stack of books that I have that I haven't read it is like up to my ceiling and I'm not <laughs> even kidding like if I could conveniently move the, like pan this camera up and show and like demonstrate that I would Did but you guys it's mounted so I can't book? Did I read what? The Aragon books. I read the first one when I was in like... I don't remember what year it was, but I was like right in the target audience. Yeah, yeah. I did. Honestly, I, I read the first one as well, part of the second one. Yeah, I, was I in like I read part of the second one. I remember them being pretty enjoyable. They were enjoyable. They are very clearly a like Harry Potter, Star Wars ripoff like through and through but also um, like the notion of the hero's journey it's everywhere yeah. yes it's just like you can literally match every single character yeah okay that's fair that, that is that is very very that's very very fair like the character brahm and aragon like they call him like obi brahm kenobi because that's literally his role as like the older mentor who tragically dies and like yeah. Okay. Like it's it's like it, they were good books. The movies were butch or the movie was like butchered. That's always but... the most disappointing thing because like I have got like you learn 
never to be like, oh, this is going to be an exact, like, page-to-screen, like, transfer. Like, nothing's going to change. Like, something always changes, but, like, some of them I'm like, did you even try? Yeah. Well, I I saw the movie first, and I was like, it's a good movie. And then I read the book, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, and I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> that whole final battle, I was like, there's so much more in the book. Like, it, it's well-written. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie, they just really missed. The only thing that I will give the movie is the CGI. That movie came out, like, well over 10 years ago, and even now, it, it would still hold up. Like, it was it was really good no honestly here's the thing at as time has gone on cgi has genuinely gotten worse because like movie like the whole like kind of like marvel cinematic universe thing like they like just chew up and spit out visual effects artists because they can like pay them so little money and there's always another one that they can just be like okay like you know swap you in you can push the buttons this time and like the fact that the movie is like ten I'm years ago. The by putting the buttons in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially, but like the fact they're movies yeah. from like ten years ago that have better CGI than like billion dollar blockbusters today. Holy shit, that's sad. I yeah. just checked, and Aragon came out in two, and the, the film came out in two thousand six, and that CGI still like you wouldn't be able to tell it's from two thousand six. That's pretty That's impressive. impressive, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has done irreparable damage to society. And I say this as per- Like, I'm not above an action movie- Like, a blockbuster or an action movie. I am not here to be gatekeepy, but like, oh my god. This is just me being an insufferable film nerd, which... You know we were bound to get every episode of the podcast we get here somehow (laughs) (laughs) all roads lead to uh... all roads lead to me being an insufferable film nerd but actually though speaking of books to movies I feel like one of the most badly handled screen adaptations was The Hobbit because of the fact that they like got to the point where they were adding things because they wanted to make it into three movies like it would have been like the book the hobbit would have been a perfect like would it have been a long movie yeah but the lord of the rings movies are also very long movies so it would have been a perfect like two and a half hour movie like the lord of the rings movies right. and it just pisses me off so much like isn't the hobbit really super detailed like, and it, like it is super detailed right. so like the fact that i, I haven't read it I read it a while ago, and I'm not even that big into Lord of the Rings. Like, I like the movies, and I enjoyed reading The Hobbit. I found I couldn't quite vibe with reading the books as much. Just, I mean, Tolkien's an amazing writer, but I just didn't vibe with the prose all that much, for whatever reason. But I was like, why? Like, they just did it so badly. And I'm, again, not even, like, a real Lord of the Rings nerd. But I was like, if even I can tell how badly they screwed this up, then it's probably even worse than I, like, am thinking. <laughs> Anything else valid? I'm looking... Actually, on the subject of the CGI thing, I am willing to bet 
that the new, like, blue people avatar they're making is not going to look as good as the original. Yeah. That... Like, just with the way that CGI has been declining. Someone get me off this track. <laughs> I will not stop talking. <laughs> and it will stop being fun for everyone. I mean, yeah, I pulled up. I pulled up Aragon. It looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't have guessed it was from that long ago. Yeah, it is always kind of sad when you like see something like that. And it's like, wow, we've really backtracked. But then you have those things where it's like you watch a movie from like 2001 and you can see it was very clearly in that time where it was like, oh my god, like CGI is now widely available. We'll never have to use practical effects for anything ever again. And it like didn't age well. <laughs> like there's like the second mummy movie, which is not as good as the first one. The first one is a masterpiece. But like there's a scene where this like train like screeches to a hall or whatever. And for whatever reason, instead of just like using any kind of like very like low tech like pyrotechnic effect just like having something shoot sparks they like animated they like cgi'd the sparks in of this train like grinding to a halt and it's so obvious i'm like it cannot have been because this was a new thing so like cgi was very expensive at this point it cannot have been cheaper than just rigging up some like little firecrackers right which was just utterly bizarre to me. But again, I need to stop talking about this. <laughs> what else we got? Technically, we have been... Oh, oh my god, excuse me. I don't know why I'm so tired today. I feel like it must be this, like, gray-ass... depressing-ass weather. Just makes me want to take a nap. We had a huge thunderstorm here right before we jumped on oh fun cool. and i was thinking does anyone have a crazy uh thunder and lightning story i don't but i feel like everyone does <laughs> like, i feel like and this was when i was younger so i like don't even remember the like actual severity of this but i feel like a tree got taken down in my neighborhood at one point when i was a kid but i don't feel like i have anything more insane than that and i kind of wish i did Like, obviously, like not one that ends in, like, mass destruction, because that's not cool. But, like, maybe if a little something right. caught fire? Oh, my story. God. Yes. I found the train scene. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? It's terrible. Like, that, it cannot <laughs> have been, like, more cost-effective yeah. to use a new technology to, like, digitally render that in. I don't... Yeah, I simply don't understand. More return to practical effects. More practical effects in movies, please. Anyway. Yeah, no, I wish I had a cool thunder and lightning story, but not really. My dog doesn't like I thunder. Just... And she's not allowed upstairs, but when it thunders, she'll like come sit on the landing and sort of stare up at us sadly, and then if we like if we like like catch her she'll like slink back downstairs all sad and i'm like no like you can stay it's fine 
But yeah, not as fun as something like exploding in my vicinity or whatever. Yeah. How about you, Zach? Yeah, I was trying to think about it. Nothing nothing crazy. I just like it. I do love a good thunderstorm. Kind of fun when one rolls in. I don't know why. Yeah, it's... It really is just something about the vibe. I can't explain it any further than that. I was only really thinking about it. I was listening to another, and I can't even remember what I was listening to, another podcast, and the guest had been hit by lightning. Uh, him and his dad, it was when he was a little kid, had been hit by lightning. His dad was paralyzed for like three weeks before he could move again. Uh. And it blew both of them across the yard, and I was just like, that's pretty crazy. Like, that isn't, he, doesn't rem- he doesn't, he only remembers, only remembers waking up. He doesn't remember... They were just in the yard, and then, boom. There's a guy at work who's been hit by lightning twice. Twice? Yeah. He's insane. And he's, like, one of those people who, like, I swear to God, like, if he, like, stops moving, he will die. He is, like, a shark. He is just the most, like, go, go, go type person I have ever met. And I'm wondering if that's, like, like, did it give him, like, some weird superpower with, like, a, like, a, like, Faustian cost to it that, like, if he stops moving, <laughs> he dies? I don't know. Uh. But yeah, no, that is that is the extent of my cool story. I don't even remember how like severe. Right. Even... Oh my god! Why can I not get this under control? Big sad. Anyway, I'm trying to think if there's anything else worth bringing up for today. That's not necessarily even like a question. How many episodes are you guys in now? This is gonna be... 79, I think. That's great. Which is... Absolutely insane to me, but... Made it, kind of. Even though I are... We've definitely been losing subscribers lately, and like, our views have been dropping, but that's probably on me for like, not... Planning well enough, and all that fun stuff. I will fix it, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's a never-ending game. Getting that feeling. Definitely getting that feeling, but... Zach and I were toying with the idea of maybe expanding our... uh, streaming at some point in the vaguely near future, so that's a thing to potentially look out for. Maybe help boost us a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have to do after I sign off here. I don't have to go work or eat. I need to go play a video game. Yeah, you do. You need to at least finish the first portal. Yeah. Because we're... By the time that this has come out, this will have been last week's stream. But we are planning on uh, streaming the two of us playing the co-op mode of Portal 2 on Twitch tomorrow night. So. Very nice. Yeah, you have to go play a video game. And then if you have time, play a second one. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun homework, though. You know what? I, I That's probably one of the better homework assignments. As I, far yeah. as homework goes, it could be a lot worse. Brooks had to play video games for her paper. I know, and she didn't even like it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. She had the audacity to not like it. I, I'm not even a big gamer. Like, I don't play video games, but, like, if I'm I gonna play it, I'm gonna play it. 
and I don't know if this is just because I'm like terrible with my time management or something, but I swear to God, I have not been able to like play a video game in forever. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I feel when like it's say, just... when, like, when you say I haven't been able to play, like, have you just not gamed in a while or like I mean, a specific yes like you just haven't had time yeah like there, i mean there are specific games i would like there's many specific games i would like to play but i like feel like i can't find the time hmm. to even just like fire up animal crossing again and i don't know why i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> you're too busy reading the last 90 pages yeah too book. busy reading the last although i feel like that is like actually going to be genuinely helpful because right. the the last like two books in that series were a massive uphill climb for me. But yeah, no, I have so many like games. Like I bought like one of the new Pokemon games for my Switch when it came out, and I've still barely started it. I bought the new Kirby game for my Switch, and I haven't even played it yet. I have so many ga like unplayed games just like sitting in my Steam library. <sighs> yeah, it's it. This is my curse, and like I don't even know what I'm doing with my time. Is the thing. I wish I understood, but sometimes You'll that's find just, a way. yeah, sometimes that's just how it be. But yeah, we have been going for about an hour now, so unless anyone has any, like, concluding thoughts that they would like to share, um, personal projects they would like to promote, advice they want to leave anyone with. I'll just thank you guys for having me again. I always like coming yes, on here. thank you the, so the much. Vibe. The vibe Thank you so is very much for chill. joining us it, once again. We're which I love. Yeah. trying to be better with guests. Which is hard when no, no. one responds to your emails, but that's fine. <laughs> I know people are busy. The guest game is, I think, the hardest part of it's one a, of the hardest parts. It's a real grind. It is yeah. a real grind. But hey, we try. We do our best. So That's good. That's good. We will be back next week, maybe with another guest. Fingers crossed, hopefully I've sent out some things waiting to hear from people ah i hope things work out but all right yeah as always thank you for fighting with us friends we appreciate each and every single one of you and we will be back again next week adios well. this week's episode of the fighting with friends podcast was hosted by bridget kelly and zach calderon featuring special guest nate lull you can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at Nate Lull. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.